things. I believe in hope for today, and I believe in living that way. Even in the midst of 2020, I believe in hope for today, and I believe in living that way. Next week, we'll be focusing on hope for tomorrow, our hope of heaven. Today, our hope for today, hope that shines through in how we live our lives, living lives with faith, not fear. We shared about that in our Bible class this morning in the Family Life Center, living by faith and not by fear. And so a few things from the book of Romans today as we think about hope for today. I'll be sharing from the book of Romans starting in January, and I'm really excited about that coming up in 2020. I believe in hope for today and living that way. Here's what that looks like. Hope enables us to wait. Hope enables us to wait. In that great chapter of Romans chapter 8, as we've said recently, Scripture talks about the hope that we have that enables us to wait. In verse 24, in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is no hope at all. For who hopes for what he already has? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. And that passage goes on and says, Great, great things, such as we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, in verse 28. Verse 31, what then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? Verse 35 and following, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hope enables us to wait. Secondly, this morning, hope empowers us to endure. In Romans chapter 5, the contrast is made between Adam and sin and Christ and life. And it begins this way in Romans 5, beginning in verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, what he has talked about for four chapters and will for several more. Since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, the difficulties and trials and tribulations that come our way in this world because of the nature of this world, they don't take away our hope. They actually help us to become more and more hope-filled. These things work to produce in us biblical hope. In Romans chapter 12, verse 12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful 
in prayer. Affliction doesn't take away our hope, and it doesn't take away our joy. Hope empowers us to endure. We are able to endure. We are able to be joyful in hope. And we see that especially through the word of God. Hope enables us to wait. Hope empowers us to endure. And thirdly, hope comes through the scriptures. Hope comes through the scriptures. In Romans 15, verses 1 through 5, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good, to build them up. That's one of the differences between God's people and those who don't know God. God's people are more inclined to think of neighbor before self. God's people are more inclined to give up their rights rather than to demand their rights. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good, to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. Just as Jay shared as we gathered around the table, Jesus decided, he made a decision, a conscientious, deliberate decision to come to this earth, to live the life as a human being, even though he was the son of God, to live the life of a servant and to give up that life on the cross, unjustly accused and being put to death by uh, crucifixion. The insults of those who insult you have fallen upon me. Paul quotes from the Old Testament. For everything, verse 4, that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Hope comes through the scriptures and the scriptures give us that hope by giving us encouragement and endurance. And so verse 5 of Romans 15, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. Hope comes through the scriptures. We receive encouragement and endurance and hope from God's word, the Bible. If we leave God's word, the Bible, out of our lives, it's little wonder that we find ourselves more fearful than faithful, more sorrowful than joyful, more hopeless than hopeful. Scripture gives us endurance and encouragement and hope. Why? Because that is Jesus' story. It is his story that is our hope. Our hope comes from the blood that was shed on the cross, just as Wade shared during our shepherd's prayer time today. It is only through that blood. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is shifting sand. As Wade shared, one of the things that we've learned in 2020 in our class discussed that this morning is that our hope and our trust and our faith must firmly be in God and in nothing else. If your faith is on who occupies the White House over the next four years, that is not enough. 
That is not enough. That is not a faith. That is not a hope that is centered in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only king of kings. He is the only one who is our hope. And so we recognize that however 2020 ends up and however 2021 goes, Jesus will still be our hope. It is his story. It is his blood that saves us from our sins, just as Wade shared in his prayer. It is only the blood of Christ that gives us that. But the good news of the gospel is this. The blood of Christ gives us that. His story is our hope. So I was interested to read this week from the YouVersion Bible app. Their uh, 2020 uh, most searched and read verse of the year. During the hardest moments of a particularly difficult year, They write, Bible searches soared online and a record number of people turned to scripture for passages addressing fear, healing, and justice. The popular YouVersion Bible app saw searches increase by 80% in 2020, totaling nearly 600 million worldwide. So you see, there is a silver lining in the life of 2020. It drove people to their knees. It drove people to the word. Of God. So what is that verse? The most searched, most read, most bookmarked verse on the YouVersion Bible app. It is Isaiah 41, verse 10. And it says this, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Through every hardship, the YouVersion founder writes, people continue to seek God and turn to the Bible for strength, for peace, and for hope. And so 2020's most read Bible verse, Isaiah 41.10. Do not fear. For I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. Hope enables us to wait. Hope empowers us to endure. Hope comes through the scriptures. And so hope is what allows us to continue. And not just continue to thrive. We overflow with hope. Romans 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Isn't it interesting that Paul doesn't say, so that you may overflow with hope if you're having a good year. (laughs) So you may overflow with hope, unless, of course, it's 2020. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, just as Jay shared about Jesus making a conscious, deliberate decision to give his life for us, we make a conscious, deliberate decision to live 
lives of hope. It's not based on the outward circumstances, although we don't deny the difficulties of those circumstances. We acknowledge them, we deal with them, we cry, we mourn, we hurt. We do all of those things, but underneath it all, there is a foundation of hope that none of those circumstances can take away. Because we have decided that through Jesus Christ, we overflow with hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. This morning, if our church family can help you overflow with hope, we're here for each other. Come as we stand, sing our song together.